us. Every time we come into a stadium, it's only gonna be us. Y'all need to know that. We come there to fight every week. Let's go, boss. I got that. They shot me in Denver. You who knows? Back in football Friday edition of the program 303-831-1340 the hotline as well as the text line it's both so utilize them we'll catch up with some text here in just a bit uh thank you for rolling with us a lot of bad news creepy stuff here the George Foreman stuff's got some suit uh you know that alleges he did some pretty gnarly stuff here um I mean many years ago um you know, uh, but if it doesn't make it r- r- okay, if George Foreman did this kind of stuff, man, he seemed like such a sweet guy, all that kind of stuff, but I don't think there's a sweeter, more lovable guy than uh, Cliff Huxtable as well. <laughs> you know who Clifford Huxtable is? No, that sounds like a made-up name. It is. It's Bill Cosby in the Cosby show was Cliff Huxtable. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, like he was like everyone's dad, like America's dad there for a minute now, you know. Um, now look at him. So, Jared Fogel too. Yeah, the uh, what the the subway guy? Subway guy. <laughs> oh my god! He was like this innocent guy on commercials. And yeah, and then uh, this Bills punter Matt Ariza, right? I think so. That's what that's how I've heard it pronounced. Matt Ariza, he's the punt god. They've called him. He's from San Diego State. He um is the Bills starting punter. Uh, beat out like a you know longtime punter of theirs. Accused of some just the most hideous gnarly gnarly stuff um, that he did to like you know he was twenty one and she was seventeen. So you know people are like, well you know it's it's not okay. It's not okay. It's not okay. And then this bad stuff can't talk about. Those are two big stories. Like two of the three or four head kind of lead headlines on ESPN dot com. Just kind of stuff you mentioned. Uh, now it's about like, did the Bills know about this stuff before they cut the other guy or not? Is this uh, now, you know, his lawyer's saying this is only coming out now because he's the punter for the Bills. And then I saw some other thing, how they were trying to settle this. I'm not sure who, but they're saying if you keep running it to the media, all this kind of stuff, he's not going to be the Bills punter and there will be no money to get. Ugh. So he dropped in the draft a little bit all the way to the sixth round. There were punters taken ahead of him. So I think the teams they had to have known something about, uh, this. Something about it. Really? The, the Bills had to have known something and still drafted him. Oh, now it's like, do you cut him? Uh, as a punter, can't be worth that kind of stuff, right? I mean, Cream Hunt... You know, those guys have done some pretty gnarly stuff. Yeah, Deshaun Watson's one. And been worth, I mean, he's a quarterback. Kareem Hunt led the NFL in rushing as a rookie. There's the guy's got incredible value. If this guy, a punter, really did this stuff, and because he's a punter, they draft in the sixth round, he's going to find a way to overcome this. That'd be pretty despicable. Pretty gnarly, despicable stuff. Ugh. That's it. We got to just kind of mention that kind of stuff and maybe move on from it. Uh, okay. Um, the Vikings. Skull Viking. 
Uh, I think it's a cool matchup for the Broncos on Saturday night. Uh, NFC opponent you're not familiar with. I've always thought the Vikings had kind of like top four or five, maybe three or four uniforms in the league. They're a team that, in a weird way, if they finally won it, I would be happy for them. You know, uh, always kind of thought the Purple People Eaters and Fran Tarkenton, those kind of guys who are, you know, that's greatness. They were like the Bills back in the day. Went to all these Super Bowls and could not find a way to win any of these Super Bowls, um, despite having an all-time great quarterback. And uh, so, you know, Alan Page, Purple People Eaters. Okay. Um, yeah, Bud Grant, right? It was their coach, I think, forever. Uh, and then one of my favorite teams ever was the Randall Cunningham, Randy Moss, Robert Smith, coached by Denny Green. If you want to crown their ass, they crown them. But the Bears aren't who we thought they were. We let him off the hook. We let him off the hook. No love for Chris Carter there? Yeah, I love Chris Carter, too. How the hell, man? Look at you. How did I forget Chris oh, Carter on that squad? Yeah, I, that, that was, those were, what, 15-1? and one? Yeah, 15-1 um, and one and lost in the NFC Championship game to the Dirty Bird, Dan Reeves. I mean, that was a story that was meant to be Dan Reeves come back to coach against the te- Broncos, the team he helped, you know, create into winners. It, it was meant to be that way. So even though those Vikings might have beat the Broncos, might have waxed their asses. I don't know. How do we stop those guys? Yeah, the the kicker who missed the field goal there, Gary Anderson, he had made like every field goal the entire year. That's right. And then he missed the one that could have sent him That's to the right. Super Bowl. That's right. Absolutely. Jamal Anderson, Dirty Bird, man. Those guys were, they were good. They were tough. But the Broncos, you know, that was not only a team of destiny, those back-to-back Broncos, you know, 97-98 championship teams, those were amongst the probably five, six, seven greatest teams ever. And let's do it again in the history of the National Football League. Tommy. Just felt right. Especially the second one. The, For sure. The 98 team. No doubt about it. So former world number one. Okay. Former world number one Lee Westwood said he could only laugh. At the sweeping changes, the PGA Tour announced Wednesday in response to the growing threat of the Live Tour, okay, of Live Golf. Westwood was among the first PGA Tour members to defect to the, you know, Saudi Arabian financed Live Golf International Series. Said the former tour is now borrowing a lot of ideas from, you know, from Live. He said, I, I laugh at what the PGA Tour players have come up with. <laughs> it's just a copy of what Liv is doing. There are a lot of hypocrisies out there. They all say Liv is not competitive. They all point at the no-cut aspect of Liv and the short fields. Okay. Now... Funnily enough, he said that funnily enough, they are proposing 20 events that look like live golf. Hopefully at some point they will all choke on their words and hopefully they will be held to account uh, as to where, uh, as to where, wait, as where we are in the early days. I don't know. What, I don't know what that means. Unlike the live golf series, most PGA tour tournaments have 72 holes, right? Four days worth of golf, 36 hole cuts. And then you, play through the weekend live golf events are 54 holes three days no cuts okay it's different um what do you think they are they've proposed some little like t 
team tournament thing that they're going to do that, you know, Tiger and Rory are going to kind of lead. It's unique, I guess, kind of interesting, but it's obviously just in response to all the unique things that Liv is trying to come up with and do. It's like a tech-infused golf league. That's uh, that's gonna start January 2024. They're hitting in like mats, like a TV screen mat or something like that. Like if you go to Dick's and you're trying out, like uh, I like to try uh, this wedge out here. It's uh, try, let's try this uh, little loft wedge here, like a golf simulator. Yes, something like that. I think I heard ish. So, um, I wish Gersh was here to talk about it because he's like <laughs> he's about tradition. I think it's a traditional list and. Um, I could kind of get that. I understand that. To me, it makes perfect sense. If you're an accomplished PGA player, particularly, 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 let me hear you say it. Particularly. 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 Particularly? Particularly. Not particularly? No. It's Part- particularly. Yeah. Yeah, as far as I, I know. Think, yeah, I think you got it. As far as I know. Yeah, I think you got it. Um... So, particularly the guys who have won majors on the PGA Tour who have defected to live, because those guys are exempt. It seems like now they are exempt from um, participating in majors moving forward. Most of the time, forever. If you win like the one major, you are a uh, exempt from like the other four majors for a certain amount of time, like the other three for ten years or something like that. I think so. Why would you not have went and chased that hundred million, even if it was twenty million Lee Westwood made forty million, um, to go play um on a tour that's trying to be innovative? I again, well, it's because it's blood money. Blah, ooh, it's scary. It is. It sounds scary to me. Kind of freaky. The turbans and all that kind of stuff, like you know, they're just different. They do the things, like the thing it's like they're it's different. Okay. I can't speak on it. I don't know enough about it. That's a lot of money. You know how we're going to go to live in, uh, what would it be like, East L.A. kind of as we're trying to go to Santa Monica. We're, we're about 15 minutes from Santa Monica. We're about 15 minutes from the city uh, during traffic. Less. Right? Our new spot where we're going to. Yeah. What if we're like we're 15 minutes from downtown Saudi Arabia or 15 minutes from the Saudi Arabian uh, pier? Sa- Santa Monica, Saudi Arabia. Will we still, but we're making a hundred and you're making a hundred and um, fifty thousand instead of the seventy five thousand that we're gonna make have you make for the cowherds um, early show thing. Mm. Are we gonna go? I don't know about that. Really? Uh, yeah. One hundred and fifty. That uh, plus, yeah, we get a, a lot one. of things. They're gonna like pay for our housing and all that kind of stuff too. Okay, all the amenities included. Yeah, it's like a three year com- two two year commitment. Everything is paid for all our housing and it's plush. And we get all the salary and all the perks, all that stuff to come travel, all that kind of stuff. I'm in. Uh, yeah, I'll it's do it. Saudi blood money, though. Are you okay with that? I think so. It's a tough situation. I think so. Yeah. I think so. If it's so much more money like that, we would have to make that decision for our families. Right. Right. Be true. Right or no? Is that the wrong thing to do? I don't know, man. I don't know. It's a tough one. Between a rock and a hard place here. I know. I know. I think whatever, you know, I think we're just saying this as leverage to squeeze a little bit more money out of them. Right? That's exactly what it is. So now we're at like at 160. 
five for you. If you're making one sixty five, I'm probably gonna be making like seven hundred thousand or six hundred fifty a year. Upwards of that, yeah. Yeah. I'll be asking for a million, but then I'll be like, Well, so I came down from a million guys, so let's get right around eight. You know? Yeah. I'm like, guys, it's your blood money. I'm gonna get you know, people are gonna judge me for that. So if it's your mm. blood money, I'm gonna need a lot more of your blood money. It's that oil money. I imagine we get free oil, like gas, with that too. Since you just put it that way, a gas card. Better. I just, I just got its gas cards thrown in. Sweet. All right. Maybe not though. We'll see what the, you know. Which we're gonna take a lot of heat for it. Tough decisions. We're gonna man. take so tough, much heat tough for decisions. it. Tough decisions. Yeah, we will. There are a lot of repercussions, but hopefully we can handle it. I think so. I think we're the two of the guys cut out for that kind of stuff, for blood money. I think we're two blood money kind of guys, actually. What do you think? Uh, that's what we're cut out for. I think we're made for that. Now I think about it. Who's the kind of the music is by here? Well, let me hear this. This sounds like a fun one. Yeah. Party Lan on. Lanny? Lanny, huh? L-A-N-Y. L-A-N-Y. Is it a man? Yeah. It's a let me hear. Okay, yeah. You got any Blue October? Is that the name of a band? Yeah, I like Blue October. Let's do something on them. Okay. Back. All okay. right. On the other side. It's not like sports. Sports. The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams is presented by Total Beverage. Find them online at TotalBev.com. That's all right. I could be David Hurlbut. Thank you, my friends. Just a Jersey boy living the dream. I could like the Mets, and nah, I can't like the Cowboys, actually. I cannot like the Cowboys. His allegiances are... The Knicks, too. He's a big Knicks oh, guy. I kind of like the Knicks. Knicks it's like hate. a like, like, I feel sorry for you. You, you like you kind of a little bit. But yeah, we're back in. It is 11, 18 a.m. in the Mile High City. We appreciate the interaction and the participation. Thanks for being with us. Um, I think that uh, we got to, you know, we got to come out of this game healthy tomorrow night. That's the goal. You know, that's that is the goal. I know it's <laughs> it's not the starters playing, but again, when your depth is, you know, uh, so thin, they're so thin. You just really can't afford any losses to any of these guys. They're gonna try very, very hard to run the ball and establish establish like uh, the ability to be able to run the ball because they haven't done that in the first two preseason games. 
And I would say, you know, people have been, oh, they're 1.8 yards per carry. Could fall forward and get that. Well, you're not running with, you know, behind your real offensive linemen and with your real running backs. I get it. You want to be able to run the ball in. This is the kind of, you know, uh, uh, down the home stretch of games. Or if you're up in games, you start wanting to run the ball and, you know, have the ability, the ability to, to do that kind of stuff. I understand that. I, they're going to try hard. They're going to run the ball a lot. They're going to run the ball a lot. That's going to be the Brett, Rip, the Brett Rippin show. And I think if he throws for like three touchdowns or four touchdowns, something crazy, he might have a chance to steal this thing away from Josh Johnson. But it, it's totally Josh Johnson's job right now. You think so? Yes. I, I know so. No, you want to bet? Um, McMuffin? Sure. A little McMuffin on yeah, it? Yeah, let's okay. do it. Not a ham McMuffin. Don't Sa- trick Sausage Sausages. McMuffin with egg? Yeah. Okay. Just a little sausage McMuffin. All right. Yeah. I'll go with Rippin. I'll go with Johnson. JJ? Yeah. <laughs> Johnson's just a pro. He looks like Teddy. He reminds me a lot of Teddy. He does. In the way he just kind of handles himself, the decisions that he kind of makes. He's poised. He just can't throw the ball and do some of the things athletically that some of the you know, premier guys can do. I'll be sad to see Brett Rippon go. I don't think you need to keep three quarterbacks. You don't need to three keep three quarterbacks. Last year they put him on the active roster to because uh, Houston or someone was trying to you know pull him off off waivers or pull him off the wire. Um, I hate to see him go, but again, when, when's he gonna play? You know what I mean? It's he like won't. yeah, he won't. I like, it'd be cool if he was Gary Kubiak here, you know, backing up Elway to you know backing up um you know Russ here for the next six or seven years. That kind of be cool, I guess. It's something else you don't have to worry about. If you guy asks to play, he comes in and he's you know conf, you know confident. And they just call real plays for him instead of a guy like handoff, handoff, handoff. You know, um, easy little you know no jeopardy type of throw. It's that's it. You know, there's a belief out there that there's a belief out there that Brett Rippon. You think he's the guy? There's definitely a belief out there that people think if he plays well, which is going to play a lot in this game, that he can steal this. Backup job. You know, that's why I get, you know. Those are the three storylines. KJ Hamler playing. How much? Get him out of there. I think he has to catch a couple balls. You can't just have him out there and run around. I think it's going to be like, okay, they're, they're going to call plays for him early in the game to see what this guy can do and then get him out of there. Uh, they're going to try to run the ball. Uh, they're going to make an emphasis and a point to be able to run the ball. It's going to be the Mike Boone show. Okay, and uh, then they got to kind of find a way to come out of this thing healthy. See what happens with the quarterbacks. If Brett Rippon is lights out and is just you know has, shows a ton of ability, and you just you know can't deny him, well then maybe you can't deny him. But they brought Josh Johnson here for a reason. You know they brought him here for a reason, and that's it. You know that's kind of what I'm thinking about here when it comes to. The, the preseason game, I think it's the. Uh, and then the, you can't let the Vikings score more than thirty points. True, you cannot let the Vikings score more than thirty points, no matter what. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, the last receiver spot too. If they're going to carry six or seven receivers, uh, if Tyree Cleveland's going to make so the Tyree team. Cleveland, Seth Williams. Who are we talking about here? Uh, Kendall Hinton still in that group. Uh, Virgil, that's the big Jalen Virgil. He's the one that's right on the yeah, fence. Yeah. Okay. I mean, they try to hide one or two of those guys. None of those guys are going to get plucked. It's just who makes the team and who goes to the practice squad, you know? 
There's no, you know, uh, hidden gems there. There's just guys who we might have kind of liked or, you know, uh, been forced to fall in love with a little bit because there are guys. Montrell, Washington. Right? Did I say there, Montrez? No, yeah, Montrell. I don't know why I keep wanting to throw a like Z Montrell in there. Montrell, Jordan. It is like Montrell. This is how we do. And you don't need like to play. Um, Montrez Harrell. Uh, get it. Wait, get it. Wait. Let's, what's the song called here? I need you to play this Montel one here for us. A girl if it's on. Not Montel Williams. He's the talk show host. My cousin. Montel Jordan. Okay. It was Mike Shanahan's birthday. I think yesterday we missed it. Got passed up uh, for the Hall of Fame. But there's other guys in line. And his time will come. Mike Shanahan's time will definitely come. Feels a little bit, it's weird. You know, it's Bill Parcells had to wait. Bill Parcells, who I don't think is any better of a coach than Mike Shanahan, but is as a legendary of a coaching figure as Mike Shanahan. So I think that's the comp for me. Bill Parcells had to wait a, had to wait a couple few years to, to get in. You know, it was, it was Dick Vermeil's time and it was, you know, uh, Air Coriel's time. And it was just, that's what it is. It's just kind of the pecking order a little bit. So, um, Mike Shanahan's day will come and, uh, well-deserved. I think they could have won a Super Bowl in 1999. And so did Mike Shanahan. I told you he's offered Elway the chance to come play just the home games. We'll just come play at home games and then we'll go to the playoffs together. You don't got to go on the road. We'll have Bubby do this stuff and we'll just. Really? Yes. He offered him only the home games? Wow. Yeah. yeah. Imagine that, right? And then it was Brian Greasy. After. And then they went who, six and ten. Yeah, Brian Greasy, who Bill Walsh said was the next Joe Montana. He got everyone's, you know, panties in a bunch oh. here in Denver. And, you know, Mike Shanahan is has that Bill Walsh, you know, connection relationship, that 49ers uh, relationship. And we all thought Brian Greasy was gonna be the next great one. He, even though he wasn't like, you know, all that highly. And then his dad was Bob Greasy. His dad was a Hall of Fame quarterback. So the pedigree, all that kind of stuff. And, you know, he's a good Michigan quarterback. You know, Brian Greasy had it all, man. And he's okay on TV. He does a pretty good job with that kind of stuff, I think. He's good on college football. Yeah, he is. He's pretty good. You know, he's not. He's a pro. He's not, he doesn't ooze charisma, but he does a really good job with his stuff. And Brian Greasy's still like one of our own. He's still like a Denver guy, I feel like, you know. So, um, okay. We can set up a break here. Yeah, nice. Couple segments left with the show. We will check the text line on the other side. We'll take a bit of a closer look at the Vikings, see what we're what we're in for with those guys. Uh, again, I like the opponent. I think it's a cool NFC opponent. We get a chance to see very often Broncos and the Vikings out there. It'll it'll look cool. Those unis on unis and. Uh, it'll be a magic night here tomorrow night. I try to, if the weather's going to be just like today and last night, so sweater weather, hoodie weather, and go out there and watch these backups try to find a way to set, create a little momentum for us as we have two weeks to prepare for real football and the Seahawks. You know, this game ends immediately. It's all about the Seahawks, and it's probably already about the Seahawks. So let's go to break, Alex, and come back on the other side. It's Mile High Sports.
My Morning Show with Danny Williams is presented by Total Beverage. Find them online at TotalBev.com. Yeah, okay, that's wrong. Uh, 303-831-1340, the hotline, as well as the text line. I'm going to have someone call in for us to get on the air, okay? Here, just in a couple of minutes, real quick. Um, thanks for being with us. We appreciate it. We want to finish strong here. Uh, are you strong? Because I'm strong. All right, well, then we strong then. Um, okay. Sorry, I was sending a text here. We're back. We're ready to go. You don't kind of fade that music out so abruptly. I like cake. Yeah, there we go. You know, just kind of let it kind of slowly make it play out. They said, I'm strong if you strong. I said, we strong, man. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, circle back to Jokic yesterday and Giannis. I thought that was kind of incredible stuff. I thought it was really uh, special. I, I don't know. I, like the international stuff like that. Two guys like that. It's 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 very, very cool. Very, very, very super duper cool. And um, I just thought it was awesome, man. So um, if I, I like to go back and watch that, the entirety of that game. But you can watch it now. Um, Going to do that. Wanted to. Let's go out to the hotline. Wanted to get this guy in here uh, before the end of the show today. Uh, a big weekend, Mike. How are you, buddy? We are on site, loading in at the Crown Plaza Hotel and uh, getting ready for Colorado's largest card show. Everybody knows total. Oh, you're good. So you're at Crown Plaza. Tell me that again. I'm sorry. Oh, good. We're at I-70 in Chambers. Um, my partner and I were putting on the largest card show Denver has seen this year, excuse me, this century. Uh, sports cards, gaming cards, entertainment cards, and uh, an incredible selection of Broncos signing over the course of the weekend. Well, like who? Well, I'm glad you asked. Thank uh, you. Just so happens that tomorrow we're going to be having Jake Plummer and Rod Smith signing autographs. Ooh. And then on Sunday, it's going to be crazy. Javante, uh, let's see, uh, Javante is going to be signing. Uh, Patrick Sertan is going to be here. Uh, Justin Simmons and more. Uh, if anybody wants to know in terms of pricing, hours, uh, please go to allcardsweekend.com, allcardsweekend.com. Okay. Um, it's going to be a mega show. It's going to be a very cool weekend. It's going to be one of those weekends that you kind of don't want to miss. If you're, um, if you're like, you know, that collector who's, you know, really back into the game and you're a serious collector, then you'll be at that show. But also the guy who maybe hasn't been to a card show since, you know, it was at, uh, Villa Italia mall or something <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Or Cinderella yep. city and like their kid might be trying to get back into the hobby. This is the show for you just to be able to, I mean, you could, you can go with, you know, 50 bucks in your pocket and, um, you just kind of walk around, see all the stuff, still leave with a lot of cool stuff, but it's like the things, the experience, the things you're going to see, um, some of the stuff from all over the country. It's going to be a really huge show. It's going to be a lot of really cool dealers. And then, you know, there is, <laughs> if you want to go spin that spinny wheel, try to win you know like there's going to be a lot of things to do there um besides um having some incredible signers absolutely if you're in the hobby we're going to be having jeff wilson he's with sports card investors he's one of the biggest most visible people in the hobby he's going to be doing a Q&A session for free tonight that's after tonight's event you don't even have to pay to be at the event just drop on into it and then uh, just a chance to meet broncos i want to be by the table as, as people walk up there and they get a chance to meet Javante. They get a chance to meet Rod. I want to see some of the things that people bring in to get signed. Because it's just, 
it's just a tremendous opportunity to meet somebody who just you know you've been fans of for mm-hmm. so long. For sure. And then you get that one-on-one moment. I just like I said, uh, you can roll through Sunday with uh, you know your uh, thirty-dollar Broncos white panel football. Leave with Justin Simmons, Javante, and um, my guy uh, Patrick Sertan on it. All of a sudden, that ball turns into a masterpiece, just like that. All in one yep. little afternoon. And plus, you know, if you want to shake the guy's hands, if you want to get a picture with Javante, you know, you got a story about one of the guys. Hey, I love you, this and that. My dad went to the same school. I just, you can chop it up with these guys. It's like that. And yep. it's a, it's cool, man. This, Mike, I'm excited for you guys. Proud of you guys. This is a big event. So, Danny, what time is your autograph session? We've got you nailed down, I think, from 4 to 5 today. Autographs for how much? Yeah, I'm going to uh, be in. Uh, we're doing 25, but if you want something inscribed, I'm going to do for 35. <laughs> <laughs> Will you find body parts? Oh, right? yeah, for sure, for sure. Okay. Just make yeah, sure. absolutely. No, no problem. Um, yeah, Mike, I'm excited for you. Uh we will send them there this weekend and we'll have our weekend guys shout you guys out too. And, um, make sure that, um, you know, you go spend a few hours at the crown plaza this weekend. It's going to be a big one. Give me the website one more time, sir. So it's all cards And the, uh, the show is off of I 70 and chambers. Easy to get to free parking. And, uh, it's going to be an incredible weekend. We can't wait to share with everybody. All right, buddy. Appreciate it. If John Scanlon's around, have him, uh, give me a quick call and we'll have him jump on too. Will do, will do. All right, thanks, buddy. Thank you. Bye. Card shows, man. You got a little collection going, Alex? Uh, What's yeah, in your collection? I think we went over this. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, remember we were talking uh, the other day? The, oh, I've your favorite cards card. Forever, ever, but... Hold on, don't um, say. You have a favorite card. It was a baseball card. It was a baseball card. And who he play, was the He played player? in the late 90s. That's where the majority of my cards come from, guys who played in the uh, late 90s, very early It's your 2000s. favorite card. He's a black slugger? Uh, he's a pitcher. Oh, never mind. Who was it? What was it, it was uh, El Duque. Orlando oh, yeah. Hernandez. Orlando Hernandez. Oh. Yeah, brother Be of better than Levon that. Hernandez. Damn it. Uh, we had a couple a couple texts here from, the, from some of the listeners. You want to go over some? Um, say it again. Some texts here from some of our faithful listeners. Okay, let's do it. Yeah, uh, so, so this is from F. Lewis referring to the Jokic-Giannis game from yesterday. He said, finally, we get to see a good game of European players. Mm. Or a game of good European players. Interesting. Um, okay, what else? Oh, and then uh, NDC Danny texting in said, high school football season is upon us. Got number three Grandview versus Overland tonight. At 7 p.m., Stutler Bowl. Ooh. Big games already, right? I guess so, yeah. What do you got tonight? Uh, Columbine Mullen. So that should be a Back in the day, that'd be a banger. Is Columbine good again right now? Yeah, Columbine, that's coach is still there, uh, Lowry. um, And they still run the same style. They just run the football, that wing T offense. Yeah. Um, And then, yeah, it's like Air Force, basically. Is Mullen worth the damn? I don't. I hopefully they're coming back into relevance. Once Dave Logan left, they really went downhill. Um, yeah, but they're. I think they're on the come up again. Cause yeah, I mean they've had some lean years. Not like Mullen. When I was in high school, they were dominant, man. They, Mullen they had, was it, man. They were at so many D one guys, and um, it was just, all about Mullen for a long time. There was no match, and then I mean I think maybe I don't know because of Mullen, but Mullen, you know, spawned. Valor and then the Regis, you know, reboot. 
not a reboot, it's a rebuild. They uh, just, you know, their new brand out there, out east. Um, it just changed things on the landscape a little bit. I wish it was like Holy Family and like the Faith Christians. They were also like uh, private school or like Catholic school powers, and they could do like their own things. So they do in Texas, right? You got like the Catholic school and you got like the public school. It's like a different. It's because you know it's not really almost fair. I don't say it's not fair because you know the combines. There's some schools will come up and give you know challenge valor and cherry creek's a public school don't get me wrong you know it's like you know dave logan's still doing his thing but you know yeah, I, yeah. college football and high school football here in colorado is just if not worse it's not the worst there's just hotbeds and denver colorado is not one of them uh but high school football's you know it's still pretty special to be a part of it high school football is is really cool really unique you you know, you be, you're out there. You it makes you you know feel for the kids. It makes you feel like you know it takes you back in time a little bit. Let's try to go back in time again. Let's see if we're a little better at it. You ready? Yeah, yeah, not bad. Better, better. Okay. Um, Aaron Donald yesterday during a practice with the Bengals. Ripped two other players, two Bengals players' helmets off of their head, and then was raining blows upon Bengals players with one of the helmets. Went berserk, lost his mind. And it's not the first time we've ever seen this kind of stuff, but it's very unusual coming from what, you know, who's a superstar player and a player who some people think is like the greatest defensive player ever. So I don't know if the guy's going to get in trouble or discipline for that kind of stuff. And I don't know what happened. I didn't really hear even still. What happened? So wondering kind of what happened there, if Aaron Donald will, in fact, get in any kind of trouble for that. And, uh, I mean, you know, a powerful man like that, striking another man with a helmet. Like two helmets. He was swinging a couple helmets. You could kill a dude. You know, you can kill I mean, a guy. Hitting they, him with- they set the precedent by suspending Miles Garrett. And he's, a, I mean, Donald's essentially doing the same thing. He's swinging the helmet with the attempt to hit somebody and hurt somebody with it. But it's like, Rams play the Bills in the in the opener. Yeah, and that's must see TV. Aaron Donald's the best defensive player, so I don't know if they're going to suspend him. I think they should. Um, it hard to be, it'd be hard to believe that he wouldn't receive some kind of slap. At least a fine, something. I just didn't hear any you know a response from him or anybody else why that happened. Uh, maybe I'll look here on the break before the we uh, the show ends. But uh, we'll go to break. Uh, come back with one. Final segment worth of show. We want to join the conversation, then then do that. There's still time to do so before we start the football weekend. A preseason finale edition of the program. Danny Williams, Alex Becker back on the other side of Smiley Sports. The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams is presented by Total Beverage. Find them online at TotalBev.com. How'd you know we played this on Fridays, the last segment? I, I thought I remembered it. It was kind of an educated guess. Damn, With that's Kyle hard. back in the day, yeah. Bro, that is a great, great pool. I mean, I'm serious. It's just something we've done for like 
10 years. Play this song, the final segment of the show on a Friday. Is Just, it only on Fridays? Only on Fridays. Oh, final. Okay. I mean, I we can play it. Day. No, we can play it any day you want. But the final segment of the shows on Fridays, historically, we drop this little number. I definitely knew that. Yeah. Turn it up real quick. I'm going to take it. It's good every time. It's a feel-good song. It's a tone setter. Like us, Alex. BBDs. Yeah. Okay, so we appreciate you guys being with us today. One final segment left, about eight or nine minutes left with the show. If you want to hit us, you can do it. Sneak in. Make it happen. Get in there for us. Got, uh, I think we got a lot in here today. We got the somber shuffle stuff. Yeah, Jokic puts one right in the eyeball of um, the Greek freak. Thought the live golf stuff was kind of interesting. Uh, and I agree. I think the PGA is now stealing ideas from live golf and they have to revamp and be creative and come up with something that's not so traditional. While it's it, more importantly, and maybe the most importantly, Alex, why you still have Tiger. Why you still have Tiger? Because Tiger's 44, 45 years old. You could play in the old man's champions tour when you're 50. I I doubt Tiger's. I, I know it. Tiger will never go beat old guys on the old guy tour. He will continue to keep playing. Tiger might continue to play for another 10 years. Okay. Maybe. But once you get to, you know, past 50 years old, you're not going to be playing the tournaments, all these tournaments really anymore. You're just going to be trying to prepare yourself and be like uh, Fred Couples, go out there and play in the Masters and maybe a couple other little tournaments and uh, throughout the year. So why you still have Tiger, seemingly like a Tiger who still looks like and, you know, one of the best players on the tour when he's really not anymore. You have to make the most out of that. TV, fun, you know, made for TV events where Tiger's a team captain, just all kinds of stuff. I mean, like they got the right idea. It's just, you know, this live golf tour is cut their legs out a little bit from under them and it's on them a little bit. You know, it's, you know, I, I feel you. I got uh, F. Lewis wasn't happy with me. My humor was taken too far. I'm like Dane Cook. It's like, I don't want to go there because my, com my comedy become irrelevant. So F. Lewis wasn't quite happy with something I said. But F. Lewis, um, I'm sorry. I didn't mean it like that. You crossed the line, Danny. I have done it before. No, you know, I'm a he, habitual line stepper. He texted back. He said, love your show, faithful listener. Let's ride. Yeah, I love F. Lewis. Really, honestly, he's a good dude. Uh, it's a goal in my life. One of my life goals was like, you know, be married to the most beautiful woman. Have a great family and kids. Have a cool, fun job. Have that. And now I've done those things. One of my life goals is to meet F. Lewis. It's one of my you know, things I have left to do to check off on, on the list. So uh, He lives up north, though. So if you want to meet me like at Johnson's Corner or something like that, I'll buy you some uh, little, um, I don't know, biscuits and gravy, whatever they have at Johnson's Corner besides that cinnamon roll. I've always got to get a cinnamon roll. All right. Um, Broncos tomorrow night. What are you expecting from KJ Hamler? Oh, the Denver Broncos. <laughs> what are you expecting from KJ? Uh, not you know, not a lot, honestly. Hopefully, he can show something. 
but I'm not. I don't know. I think right now Montreal Washington is ahead of him for the number three receiver. I think he is too, but it's only because KJ's working his way back. I, I, I'm not saying that uh, Washington hasn't earned it because he has. He has. He's been good. He's been way more than they thought he could be as a player to the point where Coach Hackett said it's a problem. It's become a problem that he's such a good receiver because it throws us off here now that we were going to just utilize his services and skill set um, in the special teams area. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to kind of seeing him. Maybe he's the diamond in the rough, man. Hopefully he can show off the speed because if they have two burners like uh, in Washington and Hamler to go along with Judy and Sutton, I think that's that's pretty good-looking wide receiver core. And then Brandon Johnson to an, an emerging young kid. Hamler, man, such an honest guy, interesting dude. He said, just looking back at the lowest point in my life when the whole process first started until now, it's like, man, I really, uh, I really didn't think I was going to even be able to play in a preseason game. I was honestly thinking I was going to be able to play in the sixth game of the season. So the fact that I'm out here practicing, running full speed, fully padded, stuff like that, uh, and get to play in the preseason game and get warmed up uh, is amazing. I'm blessed, he said. He's very excited. Um, yeah. I'm with you, KJ. I mean, if there's going to be a guy who's going to be, we don't have another guy because Montreal Washington is just an idea. He's not a proven product yet. He's just a figment of our imagination. We really need KJ Hamler at some point to be the guy who stretches out the the offense and pops the top, takes the top off of that defense. Just not really Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton might do some of that stuff kind of down the sidelines, but it's Jerry Judy who it's like when you see all these guys out running routes, Jerry Judy, the greatest footwork ever, they say Cortland Sutton, a big old freak show of a man. Well, where's KJ? KJ's, you know, streaking down the middle of the field um, and Russell Wilson's going to throw one of those rainbow high arcing, beautiful passes that kind of only he throws. Very few guys throw. Uh, so KJ Hamler is very important. It's going to be very important in the big picture grand scheme. You know, he just said it. He wasn't expecting to play till the sixth game of the season. Now I'm hoping by the sixth game of the season, he's back to the player we thought he could be. And he's all tuned up catching four or five balls a game, six balls a game. A couple of those, you know, um, down, down the field um, freak show passes. I think he's got to lead the team in catches of 20 plus yards. KJ? Yeah. By the season's end? I think so. Okay, that's I like that. That's a good one. I can live with that. That'd be good. I'm down with that. Uh, shout out Sharpest Rides. TheSharpestRides.com You need a new vehicle, just go check the guys out on that lot. See what they can do for you. See what they can offer you. See what they're willing to kind of do for you. Uh, got that trade in. You're selling that piece. Take it in. Say so you got a couple, I uh, got a little bump and scratch here, a little ding here, and needs this, or I got to put some. Don't go spend all that money on that stuff. Let them do it. You know, come in, go see what they offer you for your car. Go walk around the lot, find something, and they'll get, be fair with you on what you're taking, and even be more fair with you on the car that you thought was, you know, not worth as much as you're going to be able to get for it because of how hot used cars are right now. Your used car is valuable. Sharpest Rise will pay you out, take care of you. So give me a prediction for this game, Alex, and maybe a prediction for the game. KJ Hamler's stat line is what I'm looking for from you. Okay, we'll go prediction for the game. I'm going to say 
Broncos win 26-16, and we'll go Hamler three catches for 46 yards, and that's it. No touchdowns. I catch about three balls. Okay. Try to get him the ball, the ball in his hands early. Maybe a quick hitter, and then maybe a, a go route. Broncos win twenty seventeen. Broncos win twenty seventeen. Maybe walk off with the field goal. We'll see what happens here. Give the fans something, to, you know, uh, to cheer for the ones who came out, especially. KJ Hamler goes two catches for thirty five yards. One is just a little something, and one is a bigger bite. And no touchdowns for the guy. I say Brett Rippon has a day. I think Brett Rippon has a really nice day. And I'm rooting for the guy. I don't know if there's really not, really not a place for him on this team. But you, we got a McMuffin on that as well. So we'll see what happens with that McMuffin as well. I think he's a future coach as well, Rippon. Yeah, they say he's wise and uh, mature beyond his years is the kind of stuff they're saying. That's always good stuff, right? Yeah, for sure. Okay, so that's the whole show. We appreciate you guys being with us for the week here. Uh, we It's been a wild one, man. We were at camp. I was at a town. We're at this week down at Blake Street Tavern. Um, as we get back into the swing of things, we'll have more normalcy. We got the new time, the new 10 to noon time frame slot thing that I, I'm come to have to accept. A little extra hour of sleep, maybe? Not really. Because mm, the kids, anyway. well, yeah, the, your anyway. day starts with the kids. It's just like more of an hour here in the early in the day where I gotta, uh, I gotta start going, hitting weights, getting huge. It might get super huge. Start like doing steroids, getting big muscles and stuff. Yeah, a little testosterone. It's just that time in my life I get huge, start pumping weights, threatening people with my muscles. It's bulk season. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, I like. I just want popcorn muscles. You know, I don't need, you know, whatever it takes to just get huge quickly. Is there a pill or something for? That? Uh, I'm not the person to talk to about that, but I'm sure there mm. is. My T is high yeah. and not low, so <laughs> I have that going for me. So, Alex, I appreciate you, buddy. You did a good job. Thanks for being with me all week. Uh, listeners, appreciate you guys as well, and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night. Good night. Thank you, Sheila. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I'll never forget tonight. Bye, Terry. All right, Alan, whatever. Go inside. Bye, Sheila. See you, see you, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I don't know if you heard me. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I'm about to make them tuck their whole summer in. They say I'm crazy, but I'm about to go 